Yeah, what's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your host, Ultimate DJs, here for Arc Fall 2022, the month of October, the 10th month of the year. And here we are in Deep Space Nine, part two, the launch. And we welcome you all in to the show where we will go over the loop. We'll talk about the new officers. We'll explain to you the process uh, and the analytics. And we'll talk about what early bugs we might be seeing, as well as some of the bugs that Scopely appears to have addressed in their patch notes. And, Ripper, we might even talk about what of those bugs, like if we go back two or three months ago when they say that they did, in fact, fix Cerritos support, but then didn't, we could also uh, use that example this month and say, hey, thank you for putting in the patch notes that you fixed the generator buffs at level 30. What we can tell you at this point is they are not indeed fixed. Right, Kai? <laughs> so uh, we'll talk a little bit about the bug fixes that uh, they said that they made and whether or not those are actually functioning or not. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the show. Uh, here we go. Joined on our panel this morning by our typical Arcfall commentators. Uh, Criminal Ripper is here with a brand new headset. Uh, good morning to you, Rip. How are things in Germany today? Uh, fine, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Also, our studio engineer and running audio for us this morning, Stephen Zarin. Uh, good morning to you. How are things? Appreciate you being on hand for us this morning. Uh, pretty good. Just good, 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 good. All right. So let's uh, very quickly, let's talk about uh, some of the bug stuff that we know about here so far this morning. Let's knock this out of the way before we get into the processes, because we are seeing some of that. Uh, so, so far, I am seeing evidence that helps are not contributing towards dailies. Uh, that is something that we're seeing here this morning. Can anybody, uh, is anybody able to kind of verify that or, or confirm that? What we have noticed this morning is that your dailies don't seem to be getting an impact from smashing that purple help button. Um, my Alliance helps are stuck at the same number that they were prior to arc launch and no amount of purple button smashing are working. Uh, that has been reported. Uh, helps are not functioning. Also, the original DeVore not showing up uh, in the ship icon bar at the very bottom. That is reported. Uh, also, taking a look at the patch notes, I actually do see this morning a decent number of bug fixes, Ripper. Uh, some bug fixes that actually I'm pretty satisfied with. We'll go down the list here very, very quickly. Uh, in that some of them uh, do appear to be taken care of. Some of them are not. Uh, for example, whole health generator bonus uh, was not applying correctly for those at syndicate level 30. That one does not appear to still be working, though the patch notes say that it does. Um, more testing is probably going to be needed just to absolutely verify that math. But Kai has reported, and he's the only one that I even know of at syndicate level 30. He says that it is still not working. Ripper, I know you've had a busy morning. Have you been able to look at this and verify that it is indeed not working still? Or is this a single claim I, as of now? As far as I'm aware, it does. It should work. Oh, okay. So, Kai, listen, we're going to have to really dive deep on what's going on here. Now, don't forget, these are base hole buffs at Syndicate level maybe, 30. So maybe, maybe one has to calculate manually the percentages and see what the correct yeah, so Kai, Kai, I might ask you to send me, uh, you know, I might ask you to send me a bunch of stuff, and let's let's just take a look and see. Hopefully, we still have your before pictures from last month, 
and we'll take a look at your after pictures today because obviously that's not something we can flip on and off. So we're just going to have to take a look and see. But um, yeah, the, everything indicates that that should be working. Scopely says that they fixed it. Even Ripper saying that the math on the back end looks appropriate, but we're going to have to see it how has, that plays I, out. I, I know that it did work in a test environment. I've seen that myself. So we'll just have to take a look here in the live environment and see how that's playing out, Kai. I would appreciate you PMing me any of your uh, data so we can double check that and make sure. Uh, a couple of other things that I've noticed, uh, the back button, uh, which was really hanging some people up in the mission screen and in your battle log screen, that appears to be fixed, which I know is a minor thing, but it was pretty annoying. So uh, glad to see that that's been fixed. Um, we are... Sadly, Mateo, sadly, Galvanox, we see that they have allegedly fixed the uh, the bug that was allowing you to harvest plasma, even if you weren't sitting on that node. So we'll have to do a little bit of testing with that this morning and see, which is, of course, uh, which was expected and always its intent that you could only harvest what you were sitting on. Um, and this morning that appears to have been corrected with the Alliance Starbase. Uh, also, the graphical display bug uh, Aaron, with it displaying 2x the amount of plasma, that appears to have been corrected as well. So now you should see a full six-hour rotation on your harvester nodes. Uh, so that should uh, be taken care of this morning as well. Also, the localization issue where territory capture services were not able to be activated, that appears to be fixed. Uh, and a nice one, Ripper. And again, a lot of these seem a little smaller, but they are... Uh, improvements. They are fixes that I'm glad to see. For example, last month, Aaron, we saw a lot of people a little bit fussy that they could not see the buff from the Cardassian disruptile, uh, disruptor uh, projectile in your ship management screen. That also appears to have been corrected. So if you uh, go in now and take a look at your ship management, you should now see the extra 50% that was provided by the Cardassian disruptor projectile in your uh, ship management screen, all right? So I'm pretty uh, pleased about that. Also, they're um, interesting to note in the improvement section, they have added uh, a display. Now, I haven't gone in to check this yet, but if you are flying a Mantis and you're looking at some of those auto-activated exocomps, they've now added some type of uh, timer display into the ship management screen. So as you're flying your Mantis, you should be able to see what buffs and how much time are left. But the announcement does not specifically state if they addressed the function of them actually auto-activating. So you'll at least now have a little bit more transparency and be able to see what is working, um, but may still end up having to you know, manually pop those things. So we're going to have to uh, take a look at that. Uh, and also, no mention of frozen hostels. Now, Echo has come out in the last several days and issued an announcement that Scopely is aware of frozen hostels, the hostels that are, quote, stuck in battle, and uh, that a script has been developed for that. But that appears to be manually running and not with a great degree of regularity. As a matter of fact, I do know that all of the stuck hostels on my server were actually freed up a couple of days ago, but um, some hostels are re-sticking now uh itself um and and so that is continuing to happen which ripper is something you've talked about like it would be nice just to kind of fix that bug from the beginning instead of having to run this script every couple of days but um nonetheless hostels are still continuing to stick although 
Uh, they were unfrozen here just a couple of days ago, but that core problem does not yet seem to be resolved. Um, that is a list. Of, that, that's what I've kind of picked out of the bug list uh, here so far. Of course, um, one thing that we were talking about slightly before the show in our video this morning, we talked about the new uh, Hadar Armadas, the new Solo Armadas that have a new ability, which is to fully repair its hull if you do not kill it, which is essentially for these Solo Armadas eliminating the double tap, okay? Um, however, there's been a side effect, it would appear, which is uh, extending to all PvE hostiles in the game, whether it be a hostile or an armada, we are seeing reports of full hull regeneration. If you fail against that, we actually saw this right here uh, in, um, in the chat here just a moment ago. I failed on an exchange armada, and instead of partial hull, we now actually see full hull. And I would imagine, Ripper, that that was not intended, although that new... Um, Solo Armada, the new Jem'Hadar Armada, does appear to have had that ability transferred or translated downline to all other hostiles and armadas in the game. I would imagine that this is not an intended outcome, right? I have to go for a bit. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, no problem. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you being here. Ripper will be bouncing in and out today as real-life obligations are, are kind of clawing at him. So, We'll get him back here in just a little bit. Um, and really truthfully, Aaron, if I had to, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm in a good mood this morning, but that does not appear to be like wildly game breaking to me. Um, I, obviously, I don't believe uh. it's intended. Obviously, I feel like they'll probably get that fixed. But, you know, Armada's really have, I don't know. I, I, I don't typically double tap those. Things. So, I, listen, I know that it might be impacting some players. It's certainly not a 12-hour maintenance. It's certainly not something that, that makes the game unplayable. Uh, but yeah. there, is, uh, there is a problem with that. So just be aware if you are trying to, you know, use a strategy of double tapping an armada now, even the traditional armadas, that is not apparently working at this time. So, um, you know, again... I feel like there are larger things that could have broken. We look at last month, which Ripper had mentioned before the show, was a pretty low bar, obviously. Um, but comparing the two, this is not nearly as bad of a deployment. Um, and while last month's bar was a record low, that doesn't necessarily mean that this one should be praised. But I do feel it as uh, less threatening, Aaron, uh, with, as, you know, with regards to arc launch bugs. So we'll have to take a look and, and see what, is going on with that and it has been uh sent to president echo and um actually he's texting me right now so we might be able to get him in a little bit sooner okay so echo is texting with me now and i can tell you and i'm sure he is going to <coughs> he is going to be um completely uh present here and answering our questions And I apologize, I'm trying to read. It's hard to read and talk at the same time. So Echo is telling me that the full hole regeneration on any and all hostels and armadas was not intended. They are currently investigating. There's already a team on it. So you know what? I I have to, you know, maybe, maybe, 
maybe I am just in a great mood this morning, Aaron, but I'm not, I'm not upset by that. And I appreciate the fact that they're already looking at it. So, um, you know, there we go. Uh, chaos says, just as you told us deep space models, we can get lots of loot on. This has nothing to do with that chaos. Like the lots of loot never involved a double tap or, or a mechanic. You had to kill it. You had to single shot it. If you want the starter chest, if you go start an armada, and you have to kill it. <laughs> like, there's, there's no not killing it. All right? So, with regards to the podcast that we released on Sunday, uh, yeah, that, there was never a double-shot mechanic spoken about there. You have to kill it if you want the starter chest. You don't get a starter chest for just starting it. You gotta kill it. All right? Yeah. So, and, and I'm kind of with old school, you know, who really double taps these days. I, I find that to be a waste of directives, uh, in, in my opinion. But, um, and certainly because loot doesn't really scale. Right. Like now it would make sense. Somebody told me this morning, well, you could double tap one, soften it up and then and then get the second one. And by doing that, if you if you work your way up enough, if the loot was more than double, then it could be worth it. But I don't know of any targets in the game where the loot more than doubles with the next level of Armada. So, again, I still don't think that that mathematically works all, uh, works out very well. So uh, anyway, double tapping was has never really been a, a recommended strategy for me. Nonetheless, I do know that some people do it, and that is being investigated at this time as it was not actually intended. Um, yeah, Joker says they don't scale that way, DJ, and, and that's kind of my point. I don't think they do either, so double tapping armadas has never really been a a. a a, a method that I encourage because you are wasting directives and, and you're wasting loot uh, to do that. Uh, Captain's log says, so the mission to unlock the Bajoran store is up 35 plus. Indeed it is. Uh, the Bajoran store and the Bajoran loop, these new armadas and everything are geared towards 35 plus. Now there has been a great deal of discussion this month about what to do like you guys will remember that i spoke very loudly and very plainly about the need when you have this kind of high targeted content that there's got to be something substantive and meaningful for the players who are under that obviously they're wanting to drive your progression um but the one of the things that i had spoken about was really really incentivizing uh working your way working your way up but also providing meaningful rewards for those sub-events. Now, those sub-events this month, Scopely kind of dipping their toe in the water a little bit, uh, Aaron. Nothing with anything major game-breaking, but there are uh, plenty, plenty of events this month that are going to have sub-events that are going to be something a little bit different um, and uh, are going to have some rewards in there that, that should be helping players catch up if they are sub 35. So that is something I'm, I'm kind of pleased to see, Aaron, with regards to live yeah. ops and with regards to the events. Um, but the Bajoran Faction Store will require ops 35. All right. Now, uh, um, there does seem to be confusion on what hostels have always been a shield or a whole regen. I can tell you that's never happened. Uh, Captain Pike says exchange has always regen hulls. Um, actually, no, you're not regen shield, but the Epica martyrs never regen the shield. That's correct. Um, uh, so you got that a little bit twisty. The hull would not regen, 
But the shield is might be it may be what you're thinking, and that would not regen, but just on those epics. We always kind of considered that a player beneficial bug and never really talked much about it. But uh, yeah, you've got that flip flopped in your head. Um, yeah. Now, uh, one more thing, Boxer, before I get into your content piece, uh, Cosmo asked, you know, I'm just joining this morning. What's going on with uh, default error five? So let me just go ahead and tell you guys real quick uh, what's going on with default error five. This is a timeout error, all right? If you are just logging in, that makes perfect sense. If you've just downloaded your client, that makes perfect sense. There is a lot that your client is having to download today from the Scopely servers in order to kind of get you ready with the new uh, client update, all right? There's a lot of stuff that's preloaded in the client update, but there's a lot more server-based stuff that needs to be downloaded today. Server 5 is a timeout error. So either your internet connection might be struggling a little bit, or it could just be the sheer uh, volume of requests on the Scopely servers. Server error five is just a timeout issue. Just kind of be patient with that. I would not recommend, you know, reinstalling your app. I would not even recommend force closing and rebooting because it's going to start that download over again. Um, download error five is probably going to pop on your screen for several minutes. But uh, clearing local is not going to have anything to do with that. That is just a download uh, timeout error, okay, where it's trying to download the new content. All right. Um, so let's talk about the uh, let's talk about some of the new content. We'll start with the solo armadas. Um, I really kind of like this whole mechanic. All right. When they told me about it for the first time, I thought this was really exciting, Aaron, because some of the yeah. some of the larger frustrations. Some of the larger frustrations in the game surrounding Armadas are the timers, right? The sitting around and waiting. And not only that, but um, coordinating with your crew to make sure that they bring the right crews, or coordinating with your team to make sure they bring the right crews, the right ships, yada, yada, yada. This is a mechanic that for someone who likes uh, Armadas or really enjoys doing Armadas, this is going to give you a pretty, you know, nice, self-reliant kind of thing in which you choose all of your own stuff. Three ships, as a matter of fact, Aaron. You will be able to bring a solo armada with three of your own ships and three of your own crew, which I find to be wildly fascinating because do we actually have three armada crews in the game? We're going to be talking a lot about this over the next coming days, what people should be running with uh, but yeah, you got Deep Space Nine from last month. You've got your traditional five-six combination, and you've got a Beverly Con Lorca kind of situation if you wanted to go with that, or you've got a TNG kind of situation if you wanted to go with something like that. Um, Cisco, uh, very very important here, and obviously yeah. we can now. There's not going to be as many. Uh, I, I don't want to say exploits, but there's not going to be as many ramifications of the Spock down bug because you're the player. All of your yeah. stats are going to transfer, you know, because they're your stats. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see here, Aaron, how this plays out with the Spock down bug or even if the Spock down bug even exists here. Like, will your most powerful ship transfer stats to your second and tertiary ships? Um, that is something we're going to have to play with. Uh, what power ship do you put the best crew on? And, um, you know, then of course five now having a permanent place 
in these solo armadas because of loot gain. Um, so really, and even maybe Jordy, right? If you could take two yeah. big ships, if you can take two big ships uh, with good armada crew and be able to attack this thing, can you take a a, a third ship Jordy, with a Jordy, Jordy with a Jordy crew? Synergy. Yeah, yeah, with a full loot crew. So there is going to be some really, really interesting new mechanics uh, for this. And I'm really, really excited to explore those with you guys just to kind of see how this is going to play out. Um, but uh, the Armadas themselves appear to be designed pretty well, kind of in line with the Cardassian Hostiles that we've seen. They're powerful targets. They have high damage output. The DPR is crazy. Um, so you're really going to need to to worry about surviving. You know, a Troy officer could have uh, could have a play here. Um you know, uh, Kira with Synergy could have a play here. We're really going to have to really experiment and find now if you could only bring one officer. There's no more, you know, Pike Moreau bug of boosting these stats because you don't have multiple versions uh, of these yeah. officers. This really solves a lot of problems all at the same time uh, and develops an interesting mechanic with these solo armadas. Moreover, that means that a lot more people are going to be doing them. So we take a look at the respawn timers and Scopely planning for this. And I love it. Seven second respawns. All right. This is better than Borg space. All right. This is even better than Borg space. You go out there, you kill it. <coughs> Seven seconds. The target will respawn, meaning that there should absolutely not be any problem with players being able to find these targets for the events that they're going to be doing. Moreover, the timer, Aaron, 90 seconds. Be careful when starting these <laughs> things. If you're going to warp three ships, you make better sure make sure that rare. all three of yeah, you better make sure all three of them can get there in in 80 seconds because you still have your 10 second circle. Just all make right. Sure that they're there first before you start it. Yeah, absolutely. You got to got to make sure that that they're all there. So 90 seconds on the timer, uh 7 seconds on the respawn. Disco could have uh could have a real big use here, possibly, potentially, but really you don't have to worry about these kinds of errors from anybody other than yourself. So plan accordingly. Don't worry about your other team not showing up. Just get there. Okay? Just do it yourself. And I would imagine that you know you're going to want all three ships there anyway. You want to know why? Because a lot of these new systems have fog of war. A lot of these new systems. Now, I have not gone through to look at every new system. I don't know which ones have fog of war. I don't believe it's all of them. Ripper was talking to me about this yesterday. Some of these new systems do indeed have fog of war. Some of the bottom ones do not, but some of the higher ones do. All right. And that is going to be for hostels. Uh, that's going to be for the armadas and for these mining systems. There are new mining systems up there, guys. Um, the mining systems, some of them are token gated, which golly, that grinds my gears. I hate token gated stuff, but uh, <laughs> they almost appear to be new token lucrative systems. Now, Ripper has not been able to confirm with me the base mining rates on these yet, uh, as we do not have the tokens in-game, so I haven't been able to get in there and check them. 
But Archery says, are they G4 and G5 token-gated lucrative systems? We cannot confirm that, but it does actually look as though they are set up that way. Now, a lot of the players who are saying yes in the chat, let's be cautious. To my knowledge, nobody has access to them, so you can't see what the mining rates are. Okay? Um, and if you can't see what the mining rates are, then you can't know whether or not they're lucrative. All right? At this point, all that we do know is that there are uh, warp token locked mining systems. What I have been able to verify is some of these nodes can reach a depth of 5 million materials. All right? So just in a node size, that, that is going to kind of give you that, – that is a reason why we're suspecting that they could be lucrative um, because of depth, but we ought to have to check their speed as well. All right. Um, so pretty excited about, about that. If you like mining, uh, if you like you know, high speed or high efficiency, uh, having lucrative systems, G4 and G5, uh, is actually welcome because right now the only lucrative system game are G3. All right. So uh, we will be finding that information. Obviously, uh, not all of this information is on space just yet. Ripper has been dealing with a lot of medical issues and or is dealing with the stress of changing a job in his real life. And then, of course, dealing with the stress of getting information from Scopely uh, as little as 36 hours ago. So there's just not enough time in the day, folks. That stuff will be uploaded soon. Uh, and some of that basic information is up now, but not all of it uh, yet. But we will be seeing uh, that stuff. How do you get the tokens? Well, just like the Outlaw Loop, just like the Stella Loop, those tokens will be earned by spending currency in the new Joran Faction Store. There will be a new faction that you are earning reputation in, Aaron. All right. Why would you be earning reputation? Are there going to be new ships? Well, nothing that we know of just yet. But that reputation uh, is going to have to be earned to unlock various levels of new, what they're calling, favors. All right. I referred to this in my hint the other day uh, as a boon or a gift or a buff or a benefit. These are called favors. And this is essentially, Aaron, a research tree within a faction store. All right. When you are able, if you go back and look in our video, we did give you a quick screenshot, a glimpse of what the Bajoran faction store is going to look like at a low level. And you're going to see a bunch of these different tokens or favors. They all say level one because, Aaron, they are multi-levels, just like a lot of research. There are a few in there that are single level, but you will be using Bajoran credits to buy these permanent research fixtures. All right. When you buy a favor, it is permanent. It's not temporary. It's not like an EXO. You are literally just unlocking research, except it uses no resources, no materials of any kind other than what is sourced in this loop, which I find to be a wonderful improvement over the Stella loop. The outlaw tree, of course, had just gargantuan amounts of, of materials um, that were going alongside uh, resources like dilithium. And then that was all alongside the Outlaw Research Credits, which were a time-gated new currency for the Outlaw Loop. These new favors are going to be Bajoran Credits and Diplomacy Tokens. 
this is going to follow along the lines of away teams research, Aaron, where most of them are going to take Bajoran credits at the early levels. But later on, at some of the higher, more advanced levels, you will need some extra of what's referred to as a diplomacy token. Those are like your merits of honor. Those uh, are required in less quantity, and but are a little bit more rare to obtain. Okay, so these daily or uh, these uh, favors rather are basically research guys, and there is some really, really good ones. I put up a list in the video this morning. I'm not going to go through them all because there are probably 25 or 30 of them, Aaron. But most of them actually look really, really good. All right. Really, really good. So I'm very, very pleased with the Bajoran Aver system, the new research system. And that will be available in the Bajoran store, as well as other items that will unlock as reputation increases, just like normal, uh, just like normal faction stores. And yes. Yeah. You cannot access this store until Ops 35. This new Bajoran faction is indeed Ops 35 plus. All right. Now, um, let's see what else that we can talk about. Let me take a look at the, at the questions room very quickly. Uh, let me see if I can catch up out of there, and then I'll, I'll try to come back to the chat uh, super quick. Uh, let's see. Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm just going to kind of scroll through. Obviously, I'm driving, and uh, that's not safe, but I'm going to see if there's anything in here that we have not talked about. Uh, Stewart says, locations of the new active plasma. I've only found four notes so far. I will see with uh, see if I can get a list from Echo uh, like they did with the patch notes, or you might want to go back to last month's patch because there is actually a blog page for the Alliance Starbase, it's very possible that that may have been updated and didn't need a new blog post. So I can check last month's blog post for the Alliance Starbase uh, and see if new uh, new nodes have been added. I will say this, as far as changes to the Alliance Starbase, very quickly, hey, going up to level 24, that was not unexpected, but there is a new loot gain building, Aaron, uh, which I'm really pleased about. It's called the Salvage Deck. And by working on this, it will actually increase, it will provide a loot bonus to Cardassian Armadas, which should, again, help get you more of the traditional loot, as well as more of the Cardassian and superior loot uh, for the Cardassian loop for your Alliance Starbase, that salvage deck, providing a, um, providing a loot bonus there. Lube says, can we call them Jamardas? Jem <laughs> Hadar, I don't know because it's Jem Hadar. So calling it a Jemarda, I don't know. That could work. A Jemarda, I might actually go with that, Lou. I'll have to give it a little bit of thought, but I might go with that. I like it. Um, let's see. Uh, any other questions that we got here? Really, you guys are chatting in the FAQ room, so there's not. There's not a lot I can do with that. Please don't chat in there. Just post your questions and stop chatting. Uh, somebody asked about a new prime for Alliance Rep. There is, Aaron. <laughs> let me it's tell you one of the. Let me tell you one of the things that I was not a super big fan of when they pitched it to me. I am curious to see how players are going to respond to this. Introducing the first ever multi-level prime. It is a oh. five-level prime, Aaron. And it will be for boosting reputation. So this is the second 
real big push towards reputation that we're seeing. I'm sorry, G5 players. I think this bodes poorly for the future. <laughs> I think this bodes poorly for you. I believe that means that they're, I think that, that they're prepping you for another loot or uh, sorry, another reputation grind here in the near future. I don't know. I'm only speculating, but we've seen a lot of reputation based content over the last two weeks. So you've got a prime Aaron that is multi-level it's five levels and it will boost Federation oh, yeah. Klingon and faction reputation. All right. But it's five levels. Now it is even build 20% per level. All right. So naturally, <laughs> when they tell me, they're like, listen, by the time you get to level five, it doubles your rep. No, it doesn't, Scopely. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't, Scopely. All right. It does not double the rep because there's other researches and other things at play. This will improve just like a normal research would. It's going to improve that that reputation gain by 20 percent per level. It will still be the cost of a normal prime per level. <laughs> Introducing the game's first $500 prime. $100 per level at 20% per level. Hmm. Woo! Wait. Now, I am increases Romulan, uh, oh, sorry, it says increases reputation gains and losses from hostiles and it grants a daily free bundle containing reputation. And something else because the text is finished, cuts off. Are you talking about the research, right? You're talking yeah, about the, the research? Prime, the prime research, yeah. So why don't you throw us up a screenshot? I haven't actually seen it. Uh, now, Fart Monster says, so as a 29, take the month off? No. No, yeah, listen, you're not going to get the Bajoran store. You're not going to get the Bajoran store, Fart Monster. But Scopely is... Uh, attempting a slightly scaled down version of Ultimate DJ's uh, substitute arc mechanics, and I believe oh. that we are going to see some substantial uh, substantial rewards in the sub events for you guys under Ops Thirty Five. Uh, you say so a month of mining and hostile hunting. I mean, whatever. I I I am not going to tell you that it's that it's the most cutting edge content. What I'm telling you is there have been sub-events written specifically for you that are allegedly going to pay out better than what we have done in the past so that you can work on fast-tracking your progression. Now, whether or not that means you don't want to play because you can't play the Bajoran content, well, that's up to you, all right? You know, but the content is for 35+, plus, which is obviously not something that I, that I fully am super happy about, but... I'm at least happy that your sub-events will be able to source some of this extra stuff. Zlog says, well, under, 40, uh, under 35 source strike team. Strike team has nothing to do with the content this month. Everybody, Ops 20 Plus, will have an opportunity at the new Cardassian Interceptor strike team. All right. Um, now, Aaron, this is concerning. The screenshot that I see says Federation only. Are these three primes set up by faction? Yes. So there's a Fed, fa fed faction, Klingon, and a Romulan. <laughs> so $1,500 for the primes. Yep. 
<laughs> All right. Well, this is a very, very interesting, a very interesting experiment. But now listen, Oblivious, Oblisten, uh, Oblisten, listen, Oblivious, these are primes. All right. We've never had yeah. them before. If we feel like they're overpriced, then we vote with our wallets and we just say, hey, this I, I have gone this long without it. I don't need it now. Certainly not for five hundred dollars per 20 percent. I'm just going to let it go. All right. Listen, I, I love um, six star uncommon. Yeah, G6 uncommon. So eventually. Yeah, so they cannot be them. grindable. Well, you could grind it yeah, later on yeah. down the road, but but yeah. let me let me just say to everybody, listen, this always cracks me up, and I'm sorry, I'm going to call you guys Thumbs out for, for kind of being no what. for kind of being silly. Okay, you're being silly. The primes are there for you to buy if you want, and not if you don't. Like, why would you feel like fifteen hundred dollars? Listen, if people are willing to pay it, why not try to get top dollar for it? I'm, I, you know. People are selling cars really expensive right now. They're selling TVs real expensive right now. Hey, listen, they're going to try to get the money however they can. Guess what? You, as a consumer, have a choice. You don't have to buy it. As a matter of fact, yeah. those benefits have not been in the game, right? And you've gotten along just fine. On the other hand, we, community, set the tone last month, didn't we? Because they launched packs to buy reputation and people went hog wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. People go so, hog wild and buy, buy reputation. So they so bought reputation. So do you think, do you think that they looked at that and said, well, my God, players just spent two and four hundred dollars on reputation. We can make five hundred dollars per faction on a new permanent prime for rep grind. I promise you. Some people will pay it, and you don't have to. For you to look at this game and get all up in arms and all huffy-puffy about what it cost, then it wasn't for you in the first place because players like Bubba and Trader last month would have bought 10 more of those packs had they been allowed to. All right? Yeah. If you're looking at this Prime and you don't find value, don't buy it. But to come in here and start stamping your feet and being all huffy-puffy, like, I'm not going to listen to it. Sorry. It's a product. You either buy it or don't. Well, you don't walk into Walmart and feel like you're forced to buy everything that has a price tag. Don't act like that here. It's a store. Yeah. Buy what you want. Don't buy what you don't. All right? Scopely saw that people were willing to spend money on reputation, so they found a way to sell it more. I don't blame them. Again, just like last month, just like last month, when they said, we're going to sell reputation, I gave it my endorsement as I did these primes. Now, I wasn't, in fairness, Aaron, I was not a big favor of $500 primes, okay? I, I, I thought that was a little <laughs> high, but I was yeah. fully in favor of endorsing the reputation prime. All right. Yeah. Now they determine their price. That's up to them. You can decide. You can vote with your wallet. But I'm fine with the prime being there. We've never had it before. If you can get along just fine without it, then don't buy it. All right. Yeah, but if you right. find value there, then buy it. Is what it is. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. The fact is, it gives you a, a double, a double whammy in a sense because you get that from the hostiles a boost, and you also get the free bundle containing rep and credits from your particular faction store 
So you're kind of getting a, a double benefit from that. How and you know, Luke, Luke is Luke is right. Watch them put these packs in the store with incredible amounts of latinum and materials. Well, then I'm, I, I'm here to tell you, if this turns in, Luke, I swear to God, you're right. If this turns into another fourth researcher debacle, I, I, I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to lose my crap at them. All right. Because if they come out with a pack, Luke, and it's one hundred and twenty percent of a normal research pack, then it is no longer about buying the prime. It's about buying the materials, right? And you just get the prime as a result. And you know what? I would almost suggest, Luke, that you're probably right. It may come out and be that way where the $100 pack actually contains some God, uh, awful, God, great, whatever, what, some amazing amount <laughs> of latinum and resources and materials. And you just get the prime you know, as added value for spending the $100, this may not be about the, the prime costing $100, Luke. It could just be about driving cash and providing added value. They may have a great pack to go with this. So we're going to have to just see how it comes out. But I'll tell you right now, there are some players that would buy it just for the rep. But if you stack a bunch of materials in there, it's going to be even crazier. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Aaron. I wouldn't be opposed to buying it if they put a hundred, if they made it a treasury style pack and included the prime materials in there, I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we got to see, hopefully Luke, hopefully you're right, Luke. And they learned a lesson from fourth researcher last month because that one was marketed so terribly. And I'm here to tell you, they would have sold a lot more if they just presented it properly. Yeah. So we'll see what they do this month with these primes, because if it's about buying five station packs, Luke, you do that, right? You buy five station packs a month. So if they offer these prime materials inside a pack that looks like a station pack, people will do it. And it won't be for the prime. That will be added value. Yeah. All right. So we're going to we're going to see how that's going to go. Let's talk a little bit about the Interceptor Strike Team. Listen, I went into a lot of detail in the video about how these officers are going to interact. Um, I'm not going to do that here because I've only got like five or ten minutes left. Uh, as a matter of fact, Aaron, if you would be so kind, ping Echo and assist him in getting to the stage so that we can try to get wrapped up with him uh, at a decent time here this morning. But if you would ping him, tell him that I'm talking and can't ping him, but let's try to get him on the stage and we'll answer a couple of questions. For Mr. President uh, himself this morning, if you guys have some questions, be sure, stop chatting in the FAQ room and put your questions in the FAQ room and we will talk to him about it. As a matter of fact, I see a great one from Spectre. Thank you for using the room as it was intended. Listen, independent credits are becoming more and more constrained and now we see a full interceptor strike team crew using independent credits oh my oh my that is going to be tough um and we are going to have to talk about that it's going to have to be uh something that we've got to discuss for sure so we're going to talk about that uh we'll ask echo about that do we have detail on officer sourcing so yes you know uh you notice gopher i very clearly did not talk about the officer sourcing Here's why. This plan is fluid right now. Would you be interested to know 
Aaron, that there will not be a solo leaderboard for Gold Ducat this month. Mm, what? Okay. What? <laughs> nope. There will not be a solo leaderboard for Gold Ducat this month. That doesn't surprise me, to be honest. But you know what else? You know what else? There will not be a meta for Gold Ducat this month. Hmm. <laughs> now, don't fret. For those of you who said, oh, my God, I've been saving all my materials. I'm ready to go to 47. I'm ready to go to 49. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Missy Moo says, oh, it's going to be sale only. No. <laughs> Guys, they've got something brand new coming this month. And the, the only thing that I'm prepared to share with you at this moment is a style, not the same, but a style or a variation of a Kobayashi Maru event for Gold Ducat. All right. Mm, now, very let's, interesting. Let, oh, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. President Echo is here as we are talking about something brand new. Now, listen, listen, <laughs> Velvet Thunder. You don't have all the information, so calm down. Take a deep breath and think about it. This, uh, Echo, how much are we prepared to tell players about the officer sourcing this month? Because, look, people are freaking out. People are freaking the F out, man. Why are we freaking out already? I don't think they should be because, again, let me tell you guys, this plan was shared with me and and in lieu of a solo leader. You know what? Here's what we talk oh, about. Oh, we're talking about the I understand. Gold Ducat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's what we talk about, people. All right. In the past, I have been I have said before, like we've all agreed that people like to be able to make an investment with a fixed return. Turn. Omicron says anything is better than a solo leaderboard. You could spend 50 million points and still not get the unlock, right, guys? That's how it works. If somebody outspends you, you don't get the unlock. All right. We have talked, Bubba has talked and talked and talked about fixed payout for fixed investment. Okay. So when we look at things like the Kobayashi Maru event, we knew. However many so directives, we would get so many officer shards, right? That's how it worked last month. We are going to see a variation of that. I can promise it is not just directives, okay? At least that's what I've been told, Echo. There's going to be a variety of ways to score in this event. But here's the takeaway. Is it going to be cheap? No. But will 100% of players have the opportunity at a full Gold Ducat unlock this month? Yes, they will, won't they, Echo? Uh, yeah. So 100% of players will have the guaranteed path towards a full unlock of Gold Ducat. Now, is it going to be cheap? No. But can you absolutely determine 
100% how much you can get out based on how much you can put in? Yes. So just to talk about the SLBs, if you don't mind, DJ, I don't want to take your ah, please. from you. That's why you're here. We want to try something different, right? We, we've seen a lot of feedback that we're, there are a lot of solo leaderboards on the schedule and that, you know, it's hard to plan for all of them. And so we wanted to go with this method to see if people like it more, if they dislike it more. Again, the team is always trying to find the best way for everyone to feel like they're getting what they're working towards and investing towards, right? Um, so, sorry, my brain is slowly working. I let me, let me, cup of coffee. So that's we okay. Just I know make it's sure, early. We want to just make sure that everybody has an equal opportunity. That's something I've been talking about, right? Everyone has the same sort of chance and path towards getting X, Y, and Z things. That's been a huge thing. It's what we were talking about a lot during, um, July with the Mantis Lupin event store currency, right? So. Absolutely. We want to make sure that this is something that we're doing for everyone. And again, just because, and I know that change is scary and that we, we all understood for, you know, at least as long as I've been here, I don't have as much as a fable history as some people, but as long as I've been here, it's like, okay, SLB for new officer. That's it. That's how it goes. Not everyone's going to be able to get it for all of the reasons that everyone knows about for SLBs, right? So we want to make sure that everybody has equal chances. And from what I understand, and you'll be able to know more when you look at the actual odds, that the um, recruit is actually going to have increased chances of giving out those officers as well. Yeah, so, so there will be there will be a recruiting bundle this month as well that will have some shards in it. So you might not even need to finish the uh, Kobayashi Maru style. Uh, but on the other hand, what if a player wanted to go ham and get tier two? Also possible this month. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me, let me tell people. Let me tell people. And Echo, I might step one tiptoe over the line, but people are, are still freaking oh, out no. because you're right. People don't always know. And so what I will tell you is I don't expect it. Like, okay, somebody asked a question. Can a free-to-play do it? A free-to-play will have the possibility of doing it, but it depends on how you've prepared with materials. And there was your, your secret hint inside the hint. Materials will still play a major, major part in this sourcing. So for those of you who were wanting to, to blitz and go to 47 or 49 or 39 or whatever it was you were wanting to do, all right, you will still have plenty of opportunity to spend materials this month, all right? Will you be forced to buy packs? No, nobody's forcing you to do anything. But, Aaron, when we do sell an Epic outright, what does it cost? It's about four to 500. That's right, about 400 bucks. So, take a look. How many materials would it take to get to $400? And by the way, I'm not saying that Scopely has, has built this or scaled this in that way. It might even be more expensive. I expect it to be a little bit more expensive. You want to know why? Because it's guaranteed and you don't have to do it with cash. Okay? 
You don't have to do it with cash. You can, obviously, but you don't have to. And again, this is something that I've been saying a lot recently. And just let me let me know how you guys like it. If you guys hate this way of going about sourcing new officers, then let me know. Obviously, everyone has their own thoughts and appealing and opinions. And maybe there is a middle ground with like an SLB or two. And then these other things, right? Like there could be a balance between all these things. Just let yeah, me know. And that was why, and that was why they bought the um, the so, uh, the side solo milestone, so that at least people weren't missing out on anything if they weren't going to go for the solo leaderboard. And what I saw, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Stevens, Aaron, I didn't mean to interrupt no, no. you. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. All good. And um, you know something else that I believe is true and. Correct me if I'm wrong, DJ. I'm pretty sure this was in all the information that we got. Is that there are also shards in the battle pass as well? Yep. So and there will be shards in the recruiting option, which yep. everybody will earn currency of. You don't have to pursue a full unlock out of this Kobayashi Maru styled event. But you know what? I got to be honest with you, Echo. We were talking about this in planning. Anytime Scopely comes to me with a Kobayashi Maru styled event. Uh, unless it's just mathematically designed very poorly, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. You want to know why? Because it guarantees equal opportunity for all players without having to worry about a snipe. And and that is what I want the community to take away. Now, I have not seen the milestones. It could be ridiculous. All right. And why I like the comments. Hey, you know, I want to see what it is before I pass judgment on it. I think that's appropriate and responsible. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I think that's appropriate and responsible. We'll pass our judgment on it once we see it. But, um, you know, this is great. Unileska's got it right. Effort in equals guaranteed payout. And that is why I fundamentally like it for players. So I think that that is a good thing. And why, when they told me about it this month, I um, obviously did express a little bit of concern just for how it was structured, Echo. But in place of a solo leaderboard, you're not going to convince me that this is not better for the community at large. So I think that players will have an opportunity. Now, Echo, just a technical question. Given that the Bajoran store is locked to 35 plus, yes. do we uh, we know that there's a ton of sub events that are going to be geared for players sub 35? The Interceptor Strike Team, I would imagine that that is going to be something universal, pretty much 20-plus, right? Can you confirm that 20-plus will have the opportunity at the Interceptor Strike Team, or is you, that also locked to 35-plus? You know me, DJ. Unless I get those words on the screen, I never confirm anything, so let me follow up. But I believe that is correct. Let me verify. I, I believe that that is correct as well, based on the information I have, but it's not a 100% certainty. I do expect that uh, players 20-plus will have an opportunity at this, but I, I could be wrong on that. But we'll see if Echo can get us an answer uh, while he's here with us because the Arc Runner is also up and at him this morning, bright and early on Arc Launch Day, and we thank him for being available. Um, you know what? Listen, just real quick, you've already made an announcement. Uh, Echo, just for our listening audience, can you give us a brief rundown, a brief rundown on Default Error 5? Default Error 5 is being looked into right now. So there are a couple of things that we noticed when this went live. Um, a couple of the issues are already fixes identified, being worked on, should be pushed in the next couple of hours. Um, Default Error 5, we're still investigating fully just because it's a weird one. Because what happened with me was I logged in, I 
got it. It popped up. I checked my events, checked the store, and it restarted. It just went away. I haven't gotten it since. Other people are still having it come back for some reason. So and, and so let me provide a little bit of technical insight because Ripper's not here, but Ripper has also been able to identify the source of this is uh, downloading cache content from the Scopely servers. So with there being a new faction and a new store and new space, there's more information for the client to be downloading. I fully expect that this bug will resolve itself over the next several hours because what it is, it's a timeout on downloading cache cache content from the Scopely servers. So you could let them know that. They might be able to increase bandwidth on that server temporarily, but this will resolve itself over the next few hours. All it is is a timeout in downloading backend data from uh, the Scopely servers. So that makes sense. You would have seen it when trying to load events and all this stuff. And then if you're on a solid enough internet connection or you got a, a solid enough connection to Scopely HQ, once your client is done downloading that information, it will go away. All right, that's, that's all it is. So... A uh, little bit of insight there. Echo, this was a great question. Uh, Scepter asked this question, and this is one I know you're not going to have an answer to right now, one that is going to need to go back even to probably the management team of LiveOps. But now we see uh, an Interceptor strike team, which is uh, which is great, all right, yep. for Interceptor owners. But, uh, and we could even potentially see better sourcing this month. Down right? with Tuna. With Right down with tuna. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see. I did a really, really interesting uh, officer analysis in our video this morning. I I think that this is going to be pretty daggone potent. So we're going to have to see how it plays out. But Scepter asked a very obvious and concerning question, one that we have been asking for over a year. More and more officers, Echo, are requiring the use of independent credits. Yet we have not seen um, any improvement in source. Oh, you cut off for a second. Yeah, somebody tried to call me. Uh, can you speak to Scopely's intent, or is there something that you can influence on a relatively quick basis about improving the opportunities at independent credits? Right now, it's very, very limited. I think that it's a very great discussion point to have with the team about looking at whether we are providing enough of those with the amount of additions that we've given in what require those credits, right? So, yeah, I think it's absolutely something I can go and talk to the team. Maybe we can put more of them in the events that we're running right now and help people out so that they feel like they have more of these to do in the level ups that they're looking to do. I think that's totally reasonable, DJ. Um, one now, option that is suggested... My level of is super high. Uh, is super high. We, yeah, of course. Yep, one hundred percent. What you know, and listen. When you're talking about how to make it uh, compatible with the content, Borenzo has a great idea. How about adding a redemption bundle for independent credits to the Bajoran faction store? That way, you're using your your currency in this loop to be able to earn some, just like you would have done in Borg. Um, that may be a very simple fix that will improve sourcing, but still remain you know still hold the integrity of the loop branzo i like that idea so um you know maybe that could be a way echo that you guys could could pitch this in a way that still incentivizes the loop and provides a little extra reward of choice and you know hey am i going to buy directives or am i going to buy you know favors or am i going to buy independent credits okay so uh could could be really really interesting now 
Um, a couple of players are asking about uh, how these officer abilities are going to perform as far as stacking. All of that information is asked and answered in our video this morning, but they will perform exactly like Miles O'Brien. So they will stack. They can proc multiple times, and they will stack for their duration, but obviously it has a cap, right? If it's a three-round proc at 25% per round, if you get all three procs, the most you can get is 75%, and that's where it's going to be, okay? That's where it's going to that's where it's going to cap out. So these are going to function just like miles in that they will stack, but they do have a cap. Echo, there was another question that I think I messaged you about um, this morning, which is, ooh, you're giving me a green light on question number two. Go ahead. All right, Go ahead. one thing, one thing, community that I was not able to talk about in our video this morning. You may have caught, if you watched till the very end, you may have caught that I had talked about a bonus currency or a special loot bonus uh, that will be coming from these new Gem Hadar Armadas. We've talked about the loot and that it will be able to be refined and exchanged in a refinery for other directives and other uh, Bajoran credits to buy the research, and et cetera, et cetera. But there is a bonus currency, which we were in the dark as of even six hours ago, weren't we, Echo? You and I both were in the dark about elite loot, or what is being referred to as um, a Bajoran edict. All right? Can you tell us about these elite resources, these Bajoran edicts, Echo? Where are they coming from, and what will we be able to spend them on? I know that you want all of the nitty-gritty details, but what I can say is that they will be coming from participating in the solo armadas. And this is going to be a currency that is utilized in a different redemption than the, so, the solo armada bundles. And with this currency, um, from what I understand, now I always wait until I see the official thing in-game because, you know, Things change. But from what I understand, you're going to be able to get a lot of different things from this bundle. We're talking G4 and G5 rare ship parts, depending on your ops. Epic directives, transporter patterns, Dominion badges, diplomacy tokens, lots of stuff. So you're going to be able to get a lot of really interesting, cool stuff from this. So you're going to be able to be working on two ways to get rewards from these solo armadas than just the normal bundle redemption which we sort of saw in the cardassian armadas a little bit already if i similar at least right dj yeah to certainly a smaller scale because folks i have seen uh some of the materials that are available inside as a matter of fact can i share a screenshot would you allow me to scare, share a screenshot from the development server? Obviously, the I content would prefer this... that we show things oh, that are it. from the live game. I because... got it, Echo. Jesus, Listen, one, I, one, I want to. DJ, DJ, just, DJ, just do it. No, yeah. one, I'm sticking my fingers in the ear, my ears about okay. the whole development Listen, server thing. If For Echo, two, if Echo is going to stick his fingers in his ear then I will indeed share with you very well, quickly. Go for it. And if it's not the same thing, though, don't blame me. I t oh, <laughs> you know what? That's fair. So here's the disclaimer. All right. Let me let me tell you, this is a disclaimer because this is from the development server. 
and this is for ops level 60. Okay, so it I guarantee it's going to scale, folks. I guarantee it's going to scale. Uh, but the development server account that we were able to get this from is a level 60 account. I have now posted it in the graphics room. This elite loot exchange, these elite loots or these Bajoran edicts will be dropping from the Gem Hadar Armadas and they will give you access to something uh, like this, all right? And this is, again, talking about some of the officer sourcing that we've talked about even for last month, extra piles of directives, more of the diplomacy tokens and Bajoran credits. Um, and again, this is Ops 60. Let me also share with you, oops, wrong button. Let me also share with you uh, the Ops 60 Uncommon Loot. Uh, chest. And again, oh. op 60, this is going to be very, very different. We already know it does scale by ops. But if you take a look at some of the rewards in these chests, all right, I, I they are going to scale. They are going to scale. But there's a wide diversity of rewards here, Echo, which I, I think is nice. It would all be falling out right now, DJ, just so you know. Do what now? If I had hair, it would all be falling out right now, just so you know. <laughs> what? Uh, we gave the disclaimer. This may not be the final product. This came from a test environment, and it was level 60. So level 35 ain't going to get this, all right? Now, Shinjo, again, listen, you guys, I, I, you know what? If you do this, I will never share with you this information again, all right? Shinjo says, 16 million loot. Oh. Listen. That is from a test environment. We don't know if those numbers are accurate. We don't even know if these contents are accurate. What I can tell you is that the contents of this chest are diverse in its rewards. Remember, right. the cost and is for, for level 60. Yeah, that's a level 60 cost, which means they're going to be doing level 60 armadas, or at least supposed to be. And we're not going to be there, guys. We're not going to be there. Now, Barenzo says, would be nice if they had G4 in them. Oh, my God. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. This is a level 60. So, no, they're not going to have G4 rewards in the level 60 chest. This will scale by ops. Good. God almighty. Missy Moose says, add the disclaimer. Aaron, add the disclaimer to the graphics room, please. <laughs> add the disclaimer to the graphics room. People are, people are sheep today. All right. So, there you go on the currencies that are being dropped. Let me ask, uh, as we get ready to wrap up here this morning, <laughs> uh, your mom says, you better delete those. I'm not going to delete them. Echo, are you going to make me delete them? Uh, I, I have Alzheimer's this morning, okay? <laughs> I love it. Echo doesn't uh, even Echo. know what happened. No, but Echo. I'm not here. I'm denying everything. If somebody asks Echo me about this, I'm going to say, Echo like, doesn't I didn't know what happened. happened. All right. Um uh, diverse is code for diluted content. Oh, I'm not going with that. Listen, until we know, listen, a lot of different bundles will give you guarantees of certain uh, segments of those rewards. Okay. Just like the Armada chests do now, you have a chance at this reward and then you, are, but you're guaranteed something. Then you're guaranteed something of another currency. Then you're guaranteed something of another currency. You know, I, 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 I gotta be honest with you guys. I've, I've really kind of had it with the negativity this morning. All right. Well, and I'm not, trying to, speak, I'm okay? not trying to I'm not trying to speak for you, DJ. You're allowed to feel however you want to feel. 
We don't I know under, what it's going to look under, like, Echo. So why I are we in here bitching? I understand why people are concerned, right? There have been, you know, well, let's just let's just be honest. There's been a lot of issues over the past few months. Everyone's aware of it. Team's aware of it. I'm aware of it. And, you know, there's so many times I've said we want to be better. And that only goes so far. We just need to show you that we're going to be better. Right. And, and I, I get that. You didn't, you didn't accomplish that today. Okay. Let's compare these to last month. No. It's, listen. You're last saying month no? Is the lowest Did you just say no? Possibly set. Last month was the lowest bar you could possibly set. Of course, okay. things are going to the... be better than last month. Okay, it's compared to two months ago. Compared to three I months mean, ago. Like I mean, like, I, I, I have said... Saying, again, I will always be here, and I will always stand up for the community. I will always be here, and I will always be honest. But there is a part of me, as much as people are going to say down with president echo and i understand that i want to stand up for the people that i work with because again i always say this we have huge trek fans people who know every single episode people that love this ip people that only want to make a fun awesome game and are we aware that things didn't go well yes is the team happy about it being like well i guess time to go watch you know jeopardy no we're not and is it going to be a perfect fix right away? No. But we are really committed to making sure that we improve and that we offer a better experience. And that's all I'm going up from. I, like, I, get I don't that. think that it needs to be an all or nothing in a vacuum. Were we perfect or were we not perfect, right? There are shades no, no, in between. Listen, this is not what... No, 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 listen. But a lot of these problems are not new. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have been saying, yeah, we know. We are working on making things better for like three years now. Well, again, and, I can't. I always say that I can't speak for the past, Right. And and a lot of the mistakes that happen are repeat mistakes at the core. Oh, I wanted to say something like, for really, example, really... For example, incorrect yeah. office configurations. This has been a thing since game launch. It continues to happen. Why? What are, what are you referring to specifically, Rip? What has been a thing since game launch? Incorrect officer ability configurations. Oh, Again, no. saying... with broken configurations. Are you saying that we have that? We... No, I'm not saying we have that now, but we keep oh. making oh, those so we're, mistakes. We're saying... Last month we did one. In, in in this year, I think we had like at least four months or five where some officer configuration was above configuration was slightly incorrect. And again, that is just us being better, having better attention to detail and making sure that the way that we're going about teaching anyone that comes into the sort of Scopely team and family, like understands these concerns from people and you bringing them up is a great thing. I will never be upset that you are holding us to the highest, most standard ever Ripper, right? We should all aspire to be perfect and be held to that standard. And it's a good, I'm not, listen, I'm not like, of course I want things to be infallible. That's just, you know, unrealistic never happens but 
you know, you always strive the, the level it, of though. mistakes is a bit too high. Sure. And I think we can all agree with that. And I'm not trying to say that the mistakes that or the issues that we're running into today are okay. I'm just trying to, in a vacuum, look at this month, did we improve? And like you said, you know, some people feel like it's maybe hard to be worse than last month, but I'm the glass half full kind of guy. Right now, at least. I'm the glass doesn't exist kind of guy, so, you know. (laughs) Well, and and I got to be honest with you. I share that with Echo this morning. As I said pre-ARC, and as I said even pre-September, the design actually looks really, really good. Now, implementation is totally different. Ripper's right. Implementation has suffered a great deal lately, and it could, uh, we could experience that again this month. But from the design perspective, it looks good. Um, I uh, In the content briefing, Echo, you heard my optimism. I feel really good about the design of this loop. But I also issued a, I issued a fair warning, just like I did in September. It has to implement well. It has to implement well. And that is what players are looking for. Even more than great design is just functionality. So I do understand why players are, are, are nervous about that. But taking a look, for example, at the loot cost for Op 60. I mean, that's an irresponsible way to judge the content of this loot because, first of all, it's Op 60. That's not even your game. Moreover, the disclaimer is that these are test images, all right? These are images that were provided to us by Scopely that are from a development environment. They are not realistic, but they do demonstrate the uh, rewards and the ideas that they're wanting to represent within this loop. If, If I get a single PM from a level 35 who says, my chest doesn't look like what it does in the graphics room, I'll block you. (laughs) All right. I'll block you because it's not supposed to. I'm only sharing it with you. So you get an idea for some of the rewards and some of the ways that this loop is going to give you other stuff. Uh, Same thing Um, with the Kobayashi Maru officer sourcing. I think this is ultimately better for the broader community. Yes, we will need to see it. Yes, I expect it to be expensive, but a full epic officer unlock usually is. So I don't know why people would be surprised at that. But... Let's go back to the fundamental core. Can a free-to-play do it without spending a single penny in cash? Yes, and that is not something that we get to say very often. So I appreciate the steps that have been made by Ops and Game Design this month to make sure that everybody has a guaranteed path, um, or, or let me rephrase, a guaranteed fixed payout for a guaranteed fixed investment. All right. And that, I think, is praiseworthy in and of itself. You know what you get for what you put in. And I think that the arc runner who developed the Kobayashi Maru event from the beginning uh, has created a template, created a, a, a style of event that has much larger implications and will provide only solid benefit for the community moving forward. Um, uh, DJ? Yo, what's up, V-Ready? Good morning from APAC. From what I understand, your events are up. Is that right? Yeah, I posted the Uncommon Loot Exchange uh, right now for a 54. I don't have the Elite one yet. All right. The and and that is... also on my site, by the way, just so... 
There you go. So events are live on stfc.space. And, of course, V-Ready is still a G5 player. Uh, Aaron, if you'll grab those screenshots, uh, as is per usual, and let's grab them into the graphics room. V-Ready, uh, for clarity, what is your ops level? 54. 54, and you can already see a drastic drop in the loot there, which I'm here to tell you, you go down into G4 space or you go down into G3 space, and the loot is going to scale down from there. This is not unsurprising. This is not unexpected. And you take a look at some of the loot that's available in V-Ready's chest, and that still looks good. That still looks good, all right, because parts are important. All right. So and and then moreover, let's talk about the directive sourcing in and of itself as we get ready to wrap up, Echo. This is something, again, that I praise as day one free-to-play adoption in that you grind the hostels. All right, so some of you guys getting a head start on grinding the hostels, good for you. That loot that the hostel is dropping will be used to source uncommon directives. You do the uncommon Gem Hadar Armadas, and those exchanges will be providing the rare directives. Then you do the rare Jem'Hadar Armadas, and those redemptions will be sourcing the epic directives. And here's the timeline. You will, free to play, be granted enough uncommon directives to run one every single day. And if you are successful, and if you are able to kill it, and if you are able to do the redeems, you will earn enough rare directives, free to play, to run one rare every three to four days days starting effective day one that's your clock every three to four days you're going to get a rare and then every three to four rares you're going to get an epic so if you math this thing out free to play echo we're looking at approximately 30 uncommons in a month you're looking at approximately seven to eight rares in a month and you're looking at approximately two epics in a month all free to play can i add something Absolutely, be ready. Go ahead. You don't get one uncommon a day. You get like 80% or 90% of an uncommon a day. You basically have to use the hostile loot to exchange it for something called Bajoran badge. And then the badge can be used for either reputation, directive exchange, or credit exchange. Which means that you are going to have to early prioritize your obtaining of these uh, directives, all right? Because nothing else comes without the Armada loot. So you're going to have to prioritize these directives early on. There will be opportunities to buy additional directives. And again, that's just paying to speed up, but not paying to access. So I'm good with that. Also, I should point out, and I'll give you this one hint, as the event calendar is not out yet, and our event guide video won't come till tomorrow. But, uh, and Echo will, uh, I've got one more question for you here in a second. Uh, just to give you guys a quick heads up, I would not buy the Bajoran favors just yet. There may or may not be an event for doing those and unlocking those favors or unlocking that research may or may not be an event for unlocking those. So I would suggest not doing those researches or not doing those favors just yet, as there will be an event for that in the coming days. Echo, uh, as we get ready to wrap up here, because I am going to to wrap up the show here, um, talk to us about um, the overall sourcing and the time investment. How are these hostels dropping loot? How long do you expect that you would need to farm these hostels? And what are the 
requirements of these hostels? I mean, like, is this going to be another Mantis thing where we're talking 30, 45 minutes a day? Or are we talking a few minutes to get what you need for the refunds? I think that people are going to have to log in and find out for themselves, DJ. <laughs> 15 hours a day, DJ. 15 DJ, hours a DJ day. You heard it. Because he wants the math. I didn't say it. Trust Ripper if you want. I do, I do like the math. Never um, trust all right. no, no, Listen, there's got to be some element of discovery, right? If you go in knowing everything about everything, like, for me, at least, it takes away a little bit of that magical way. But uh, see, you know, I like the I'm a, I'm a, I'm a starry-eyed, you know, gamer uh, that's been playing games for as long as I can remember and love them. So you know, Echo, Echo doesn't consume content because he wants to do it themselves. Um, all right, uh, very quickly, uh, Shinjo, just to give the community a little bit of a benchmark, Shinjo says uh, in a pylum, he was killing level forty-seven through forty-nine hostels. And got a full 190,000 uh, cargo bay in 12 minutes. All right. So probably not something super awful bad. Uh, just going to have to look uh, and see what your redemptions are going to cost there. Um, last question that I think that I've got, unless the community has any more. Echo, there was a side effect of the new Jem'Hadar Armada ability in which all Armadas and Hostels are regening their hull to 100%. Um, as a result of this new Jem'Hadar ability. I would imagine that that is not intended. Do you have any kind of update or uh, any information from Scopely Live Ops on this, um, on this bug that seems to be translating to other PvE targets in the game? Sure do. Uh, we already, the team's already discovered what's going on and already working on a fix, and we expect it out within the next couple of hours. There you go. So that will be fixed. Uh, Omicron asked, and not really pertaining to the new arc, but definitely a problem. Echo, you had mentioned last month that there was a script developed to unfreeze broken hostels or frozen hostels, which do fundamentally kind of break the Mantis loop. Yep. Um, can you give us a little bit of an update? What's happening with that? Is this an automated script? Because we're still seeing uh, frozen hostels across multiple servers. The script isn't automated. It needs to be manually deployed, so I'm going to follow up on it. But I think the reason is that they have a more long-term fix um, that they believe will work. And so they're checking into that. But I will follow up on that just to see if we can sort of get, rid of, get everything unstuck and then have a longer-term fix so that it's not sort of an issue moving forward. Hopefully. Fixing right. bugs that are four years old. All right. You're four years old, Ripper. <laughs> I Let am at see. least I four think, years old. That is correct. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's correct. I do think that I saw another question, but we might be about done. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Echo, just doing my due diligence here. Do you have anything for us on a Mantis free to play path yet? Soon. All right. So no change. All right. Very good. As I said um, earlier today, to someone else, nothing to share yet. Nothing to share yet. Uh, what I will tell you, community, which is what I've been saying, and, and Echo's going to slap me on the wrist. Uh, I have uh, said a couple of times publicly that a firm date has been shared with me, though I cannot give that to you yet. But a firm date and process has been shared with me on the sourcing of the Mantis. That information will come soon. Scopely's not ready to reveal that yet. But there has been progress made on that loop, right, Echo? Like, we now... Um, like you guys have, have, 
you think you've got pretty much everything ready to go with this thing, and we're just waiting on the deployment date, correct? That is correct. And this, I'll ask you a question, DJ. So Please. this means you're allowed to answer it. From what you were told, is this coming in December? No. But I also have also so, told is people. Is it sooner it or later December. than December? It's, uh, the announcement will come sooner. I don't know yet on the actual acquisition of the ship, but the yeah, path I the process of, will be, of yeah the path yeah the path will come sooner than December. As a matter of fact, getting ready to get my wrist slapped, it won't be in December at all. See, there you go. And since Echo asked me, then I'm allowed to answer that. It won't be December at all. It will come sooner than that. You're right. Uh, November 30th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Confirmed. Write it down on your calendars, everybody. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, no, Shintari, I did say sooner than December. So it can't be, can't be January 1st. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, I mean, there is still enough obscurity in that, that it could be November 30th. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sooner than December. And uh, not in the month of December. So I think that the, that is good enough for now. All December right. 2023. How did they know? I'm trying to leave these little nuggets out. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really good. So I like it. Um, all right. Um, anything else that uh, you would like to share, Echo, as we get ready to wrap up here? Anything else that you've got? No, we covered a lot this morning, actually. I, th I think we did. Tiberius, listen, I'm not going to raise that as an issue until I have evidence. Uh, we have one member of our community that claims that the Syndicate Level 30 generator buffs are still not functioning. Uh, Ripper thinks that they are, so we're going to have to do a little bit more math and testing on that. But maybe just uh, have that in your back pocket. Uh, I'll yeah, let me know. I, said, I saw them working. Let me, let me know ASAP. Yeah, well, it's going to take a minute to actually uh, map that thing out. Uh, and I'll ask this question, Almadi, but I don't expect an answer on it as it does not pertain to this arc. But, uh, Echo, just as, you know, another item to keep in the back of your head when we're talking with ops about deployment strategies, um, free-to-play access to things like Second Researcher and, and Second Builder, these have been asked for for quite some time. The original iterations are now approaching one year old might be time to start looking at a potential sourcing path for some of that stuff. Um, I don't know. Do you have, I'm sure you don't, you have, you would have shared it with me, but is there anything that you could share on that? Or is that something that we need to back to the team on? Something that I can absolutely have a discussion about. And then I know you'll hold me accountable to a DJ. Just so everybody knows, DJ does a great job of making sure I don't forget. Literally anything. <laughs> I give him sticky notes. I give him task lists. <laughs> Never forget. Never, Never forget. forget. Uh, just oh. like I have not, just like I have not forgotten, which I'm not going to ask for an answer on this at this moment either. Just like I have not forgotten about the compensation discussion for the Starbase 26 errors. Let me follow alliances that were affected. Yeah. You know, you said that we were talking with people about that. Um, and that really hasn't uh, materialized yet, unless you were just going to do some kind of big, massive gift. But that's not really compensation for people who were lost uh, in their starbase for multiple days. So, um, you know, I would just like to, to bring that back up as well. But again, not related to the arc and not having any content uh, really to do with what we're discussing today. 
which is um, DS9 Part 2. And I want to thank President Echo for taking the time, as always, to be here for our Talking in Cars with DJs, as we typically do on ARC launch day. Echo, thank you so very much for the time. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Really quickly, I got word back on the officers. Um, 10 plus for rares, 20 plus for gold cops. There you go. And and that is what we expected. All right. So 20 plus will have access to all three of these officers this month, uh, as was expected, but very good now to have that confirmation. So uh, even though a lot of the content with regards to the Bajoran store might be 35 plus, you will indeed have 20 plus opportunities at the officers as well as very interesting and highly rewarding sub events for sub 35 this month. Um, I'm pretty pleased about that. Kramer says, will there be a free rare unlock? We are not yet, unless Echo wants to answer, but my answer uh, is we're not prepared to uh, talk about that just yet. As of now, Echo, because of the new uh, sourcing kind of experiment that Ops is running, no promises have been made on anything being free to play or unlock this and unlock that because of these new sourcing mechanics that we're going to be tinkering with, they could shift throughout the month, correct? Correct. All right. So, Kramer, nothing to really share with you on that just yet. But given, I I would be willing to give you an assumption, given the fact that with enough banked materials, with enough materials, directives, or whatever else they decide to use here, um, that a free-to-play can guarantee themselves a full epic unlock from level 20-plus, I would imagine that there will be some uh, relatable sourcing for the rares in there as well. But that is not yet confirmed, and we'll just have to see kind of how that plays out. Okay? So, um, with that, we're going to wrap up the show. Aaron, get us the recording as quickly as possible, and we'll get this up for anybody who missed. That way we're not having to repeat the answers to several questions. We'll get the podcast up as early as possible this morning. I would like to invite you guys all to visit stfc.space for information as it will be released throughout the day. It is not even still yet 100% done. Ripper is working diligently to giving more information throughout the day and releasing it, including the buffs and the levels of these new Bajoran favors. And by the way, that is probably, Echo, one of the biggest things that I'm most excited about. These buffs look really, really good. I, have you, I am have you, I'm very excited, <clears throat> uh, but I mean, I always say that and people are, then tell me I'm dumb. So I am keeping my thoughts to myself. I think they look great. I think it looks cool. I'm really excited to play on my own account. I've been waiting. Well, I think that I this am, is going to um, be super fun. I'm going to be able to break out all of my different ships. I'm going to be able to run these armadas myself. Like, I'm excited. And the buffs look really Awesome. The buffs do look really good. The Bajoran Faction store looks really, really good. So I'd encourage you guys to explore that. And that information will be available eventually on stfc.space. Special thanks to Ripper for all of the pre-arc data compilation and what we've been able to share with you uh, regarding assets and information and research bonuses and this and that. Thank you again, Ripper, for such an outstanding job. Uh, and please be sure to visit stfc.space where oh, you will find a the link. job, but I, am, I have made a lot of work in making sure it is not rubbish in the future. He is so humble. You hear this, guys. And you know what? That kind of humility 
deserves your support. Please visit stfc.space and find the link at the bottom of the page for his Patreon program. I know we no, talk a lot about... The side. There's only a Discord link. Oh, okay. Well, Aaron will put it in our graphics room if you would like to help support the efforts that Ripper puts in and making sure... Because I'm here to tell you, guys, can you imagine this game without stfc.space? It would be a very different game very very ripper i don't say this enough but i love you and thank you so much for what you do for this community it is more valuable than any of the content creators combined you are by far our king of content creation and i thank you so very much please consider supporting to stfc.space uh i'm sure aaron can get you a patreon link please consider supporting there in the meantime visit our website as well for other content links to our twitch our youtube even our patreon program our gold patron program as well which we would encourage you to consider uh supporting as well as we continue to provide you this level of content and this level of interaction with scopely live ops and development and of course thank you to our special guest here today president echo for being here in front of the community full frontal in the nude <laughs> actually he's wearing pajamas Again, i'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt they're, right now they're transformers they're, they're, they're optimus prime don't pajamas. tell anybody that jeez <laughs> guys my name is ultimate djs i am your friendly neighborhood cat person thanking you for tuning in to this morning's talking in cars with djs a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across your favorite podcast platforms everywhere please visit us online at uh, talking we are star trek fleet command's official podcast bidding you adieu for this morning live from the road talking in cars with djs wraps up here my name is ultimate djs your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now love you me to catch you on the next one. Y'all have a great day. See you later. President Echo, thank you again for everything. You guys have a great day. Love you. Bye. Meow. 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 Oh, no. Meow. All right. And now I'm done. And now I'm 30 minutes late for work, so I got to go. Goodbye.